If you need a new website for your blog, business, or portfolio, Weebly is for you. Now, you know me. I'm not a web designer, so I know that creating a website can be a daunting task. But with Weebly, it's easy to make an awesome website, whether you're a professional web designer or not. Weebly was created for people with the courage to start their own business and the dream to be their own boss. Again, you don't need to be a web designer or know how to code to build a beautiful website, blog, or online store. Weebly has created a variety of professionally designed, mobile-friendly themes to choose from. Simply drag and drop to quickly build and publish your site. And you can truly customize, update, and change your site anytime you want from any device. Now, here's what I suggest you do. Join the over 30 million people who are already dreaming big with Weebly. Get started today for free at Weebly.com slash crush. That's Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com slash crush. Weebly.com slash crush. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of Innovation Crush. It's me, Chris Denson, your host. Um, in case you guys are tuning in for the first time ever, this show covers all things marketing, innovation, ideas, creativity, especially in the in the business world. Um, and today, the ball does not stop rolling forward. Uh, say hello, Jacques Panis. Hello, Chris. How are you? Good, man. All's well. Um, uh, so why don't you give the people a little bit of a 101 on who Jacques Panis is? Am I, am I pronouncing everything right? You don't look French, nor I don't know where the last name stems from. Yeah, but... it comes from old man. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a tough one. Panis. Panis. Panis, yes. Uh, and that is of what origin? French. Oh, okay. Pop was a French guy. How's your French coming? French is good. Second language. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Canadian? No, 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 no. Just regular old, regular old French. Straight up French, man. Um, by the way, you're the, you're the first person who's ever sat in that chair, so yeah. you, you're throwing up my feng shui. Well, well that, that 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 sunlight coming through the window there is blinding me. How does it make me look? Does it make me? It makes you look shiny. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but all right, all right. Aside from the the bonjour of it all, um, uh, give it, give it a little one on one, a ninety second version of of who you are, what you're up to, and then uh, we'll get into some some juicy bits. Yeah, man. One of the guys uh, working in Detroit, a uh, company called Shinola, and uh, moved from Dallas to Detroit about two years ago, uh, made my way around the world, uh, had a lot of fun traveling and building this brand that, that uh, we've been working on for about four years now in Detroit. Started down in Dallas on a whiteboard, and today we're 500 and just... Just over 540 people strong. It's amazing. Around the world. Um, yeah. Making watches, bicycles, leather goods, journal books, some jewelries on the way, turntables. You get two chains. Yep. Um, uh, that's, I mean, so 500 people, what, are, what is everybody doing? That's, well, <laughs> how many of them are in Detroit? And then what happens like around the, around the globe? Sure. We have five, uh, yeah, just over 500 people. Um, in Detroit, about 350 people. 240 of those rough numbers are in manufacturing. So whether they're working on the line building movements or building watches or in the leather strap manufacturing operation, manufacturing leather straps for watches. Wow. Um, And then, you know, you have everybody from the planning group to the finance group to shipping, receiving to e-commerce, marketing, creative. I mean, it's just this, it's, you know, 90,000 square feet in the College for Creative Studies in Detroit. 
that's just hustling and bustling. Everyone working together. There's this incredible culture there, Chris. Uh, you know that that I encourage everyone to come see. Uh, we're 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 very transparent. You heard it, for folks. Uh, just <clears throat> drive in. Tell them Jacques sent you. Come on, <laughs> come on, folks. We love it. Um, what, what was that transition like for you? Kind of going from Dallas to Detroit. Like, were you in for any surprises? I, I would assume you've been you had been going back and forth a little bit. But yeah. you know, what was your expectation of Detroit? And then what, what what did you experience once you actually got there? Well, I I don't know that we went there with any preconceived. Yeah. you know notion of what it was going to be when we landed there in Detroit you know and got off the airplane it was uh, everyone was just there with open arms and wanted to help and so it, it became this this place that we just wanted to be and now we are yeah and that's what's special man that's a, it's it's a city that is full of people who want change who want better who are all on the same mission right and Shinola is a small part of it. I mean, if you look at things like Pony Ride, Phil Cooley, uh, an incubator thing that he that he started several years ago, um, uh, in in Corktown, uh, to Dan Gilbert on a whole different scale, moving eight thousand people downtown, um, you know, creating thousands and thousands of jobs in the city, uh, to Roger Penske just on the outskirts. Uh, yeah, you know, and and what Roger's doing in the city. From the Belle Isle Grand Prix. I mean, we just had an IndyCar race, uh, duel in Detroit uh, <laughs> last weekend there in the city. To Jason Huvar, uh, Movement Festival brings 120,000 kids down into the heart of the city, actually Hart Plaza, uh, for Electronic Music Festival uh, over the course of three days, <clears throat> two weeks ago, and uh, that's an annual thing and and very rich and and rooted in Detroit. And the music scene in Detroit, keeping it real, man. Yeah. Um, I, what is? I mean, in 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 your in your time there, and I know you're a worldly guy. You've, you've done, had a lot of interesting experiences. But what what have you seen as like the trajectory? I get that there's I, I, my my theory is kind of like, hey, once you hit rock bottom, you kind of have no choice but to think creatively. Like whatever you've done, it, it has not worked, and it's white canvas, and even you have to actually get the canvas. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I talk about Detroit a lot, Chris. It's like it's it's a city that's 138 square miles, and I look at it as a canvas, and we all are paintbrushes that are walking around in this canvas, and we're going to turn around in 10, 15, 20 years, and it's going to be a masterpiece. Yeah, the city already is a masterpiece. Man. It is. It's one of the great cities of this country. It's it's one of the the, the pulses of this country, and um, it's a fabulous place to be. The opportunity there is abundant, um, from young to to old people are doing cool shit in that city yeah there's there's just no question it's and and I, I, the word cool i'm kind of over that word I, I think detroit today is relevant and it's relevant on a global scale yeah um, the things that are happening there the change that's occurring there it's 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 amazing to be a small part of it um as you know and i think it's part of that journey like i mean for let's call it a decade i don't even know when when it all started but Detroit has been sort of like this beacon of possibility. Like, do you feel at all any 
I'll use the word pressure, but as Shinola is definitely one of the shiny objects that's coming out of the city and you go all over the world, you know, um, what sort of responsibility do you feel as an industry leader or do you feel any in like, especially in terms of changing perceptions um, and things like that? Yeah. You know, look, I don't know that we are going to change any perceptions. People perceptions are what they are. Right. But what we can do is, is we, and what we do do quite frankly is, we tell the good story of Detroit, right? There's no, there's no ruin porn imagery that we're sharing or talking about. Nothing can ruin porn. <laughs> yeah, right. well, that's, uh, that's for you, but uh, <laughs> uh, we're not going to go there today. Um, you know, for us, it's, it's, it's about sharing a great story yeah. and telling people an amazing narrative that's very true, very real, uh, and, and is, is happening, right? And so it's, it's about... Um, six hundred fifty people, six hundred fifty thousand people in that town, coming together and working towards a common goal, yeah. and that's what we run around and tell people and share with people and talk to people about. Um, you know, Shinola. The pressure we feel is is to continue creating great jobs, and that's what we want to do. That's what Shinola represents is is job creation here in the United States. That's uh, phenomenal. Um, so let's talk about some of the products, right? You've kind of rattled off a pretty lengthy list there, yeah. you know, um, and, and maybe give a little bit of an origin story of Shinola. I mean, you know, we all know the shit from Shinola, you know, kind of origins of it. But, you know, that that growth or the trajectory from, hey, let's make a few watches and, and see, yeah, <laughs> see well, what's happening to, look, to where we are now. We were originally going to make watches for other brands. Right, so we would be uh, a manufacturer for for other brands who wanted a watch made in America. And what happened, Chris, is we we began telling the brand story, telling the narrative, telling people what we were going to do about eight months before we had anything to sell. Uh, and so it got down to it, and we had designed a watch called the Runwell. It was our flagship watch. We were able to make twenty five hundred of them. So we took an ad out in the New York Times, the USA Today, the Wall Street Journal and the Detroit Free Press. And just for you Detroiters out there, we took the Detroit Free Press ad out a day before those other big national papers ran the ad. And the ad read, the long tradition of Detroit watchmaking has just begun. And what we thought is we thought we'd sell a few, right? <clears throat> and we wanted to show our potential customers out there who might want an American-made watch that we were going to be able to make a high-quality, beautiful product in Detroit. Well, what ended up happening is... Those watches sold out in eight days. 2,500 watches wow. sold out in eight days. $550 the consumer had given to us to hold on to for four months before we could deliver the watches. Um, so it was, it was a pretty phenomenal yeah. thing to see and be part of. And at that point, we realized that, that we were going to shift our model and work towards bringing incredible, high-quality, high-value products to the market. Um, and then, you know, you, if you set on the, on this path, I guess when you set out on that path, and I think that's a bold statement, right? To like, uh, the era of great American watchmaking has just begun. Um, and you, you, and then you pivoted into these other products and decided you will make your own stuff. Uh, how do you maintain like the, the vision of the brand versus the product? So, you know, for some consumers, you may go like, wait, are you making speakers or, you know, or notepads? Well, the vision of the brand, man, is, is to create jobs in America. Right. Right. So that's what we're up to. And so we look at different industries, different 
product categories in which the 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 manufacturing of those goods left our shore at some point right so if you look at bicycles the bicycle industry went offshore in the 80s for the most part <clears throat> we were able to find a lady named sky jaeger uh, who lives out here on the west coast to help us build a bicycle business here in the united states and she took us to a guy called richard schwinn who now makes our frames and our forks in Waterford, Wisconsin. And then we assemble the bicycles in Detroit. So we're not, we've created a few jobs in the bicycle business in Detroit, but you know, Richard had to hire people to make the amount of frames that we're purchasing from him. You know, so it's, it's about looking for industries in which we can create jobs around and, and deliver Again, very high quality products to the market. That's a pretty great mission, you know. And, and I feel like that story doesn't get told enough. Is that deliberate? Because I think when people hear the name Shinola, I mean, obviously the first thing they think of is watch, and then they think quality, and they think Detroit, um, but not necessarily this higher goal. You know, this, yep. this thirty thousand foot goal. Is that a story that you want to tell more, or is it just kind of it is what it is, and you'll just do it through the products and the actions that you're taking? Yeah. It. We're telling it. I mean, if you see our campaign, uh, our campaign for this year, it's about job creation. And the most important thing that we're building in Detroit or creating in Detroit is jobs. And so that's that's the message, right? Um, you know, we, people sometimes sometimes confuse what Shinola is to your point right. with with watches or Detroit, and we are all those other things. But we are a job creation vehicle. And we're telling that story how we can and where we can. Um, you know, you go into our stores, there's beautiful portraits of people who work with us in Detroit. It's, they're not models. It's Titus. It's Crystal. It's Willie. It's Stefan. It's uh, Alex. It's John. It's The Willie guy is, is definitely not a model. Uh, no, Will, I <laughs> well, I don't know if you know Willie, but he's not a model. He was actually, amazing story, Willie was actually the security guard in the building in which we ha are housed today, the College for Creative Studies, he heard what we were doing, came up, took the visual and aptitude test at the beginning. This was four years ago. Passed all the tests. And today, Willie leads the entire movement assembly line. So Willie today now... I think I actually have seen this dude. I, I was of, kidding at yeah. first, but um, there was a, a, there was a, a segment <laughs> on... Um, uh, like an innovation series on CBS, and yep. they visited uh, Shinola, and there was a guy who kind of walked the walked the girl through Walking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. And Willie's forward facing man, and that's the kind of stuff, Chris, that we love. We this is not about one person. This is about a group of people in Detroit and around the world, for that matter. You know, we have 15 stores from DC to Miami to Chicago to Minneapolis. Uh, obviously, out here in LA, we have two stores now. We'll have four by the end of the year, San Francisco, um, Detroit, obviously, Ann Arbor, one over in London. So it's, it's, a, it's a group of people literally around the world working towards one common mission of creating jobs. And we, we, we love it when Willie's telling the story. We love it when Bridget, our CMO, is telling the story. We love it when, you know, uh, folks are touring. Diron is touring people around and people are able to engage and, and talk to Larry, one of our, our leather artisans who's, who's working on the line. You know, it's, it's, it's about that, man. It's about incorporating people into this 
this fascinating story. And, That's amazing. And sharing it with you. I love it. I mean, I love this idea of people, you know, a, a thing that comes up on the show a lot, especially when you, just in general, when you're talking about innovation and like, oh, what's next? What's new? You know, who's, who's thinking smart about the way we do things? Um, a lot of times the, you know, the, the mistake becomes innovation equals technology in some some sense. And, you know, I feel like if you're in New York, Chicago, L.A., San Francisco, we're all sort of talking to each other. Like, sure. absent. But once you get to the rest of America, um, it's a, like the things that people care about are a little bit different. Um, and there was an interview that I read with you in it, and you talked a little bit about Midwest culture and, you know, what the appetite for, for culture is in, in those places, especially as it differs from the coasts or the, you know, the, the call-out uh, locations. Um, can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, I think, you know, you talk about Midwest culture. It's, it's, it goes back to that gigantic bear hug that we received when we went to Detroit. People are warm. They're welcoming. They want to know you. They want to know your story. They want to know your background. They want to be involved, and they want to help. Um, you know, and that's not to say that that doesn't exist on the coast. It's just, it's different. It's a different mentality. It's a mentality that we're all one. Um, and, and it's a, it's, it's a culture that is rooted, deeply rooted in making things or growing things. You know, it's, it's, they're people that we're, we're, we're people in that area that we use our hands, we build things, we create things. And it's, it's a culture that's rich, rich, rich with, uh, with a desire to want to, produce quality things yeah no that's that, that's pretty amazing um and as you guys develop right you know uh you've you've got uh this trajectory to insert yourselves in industries that are, that have left the you know left our, our domestic um uh, location so what else is next what is there something on the wish list that you're like oh man that that one we really got to get into, but it, maybe it's a little too far gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we 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 have a lot of things coming down the pipeline. This year, we're launching jewelry, so we've partnered up with Pamela Love, and we're launching jewelry, and that's going to be very very exciting. We have audio equipment coming to life later this year. First products that that we're going to launch under the audio umbrella are going to be turntables, and we're going to make one incredible turntable here in the United States. Uh, we have the most amazing group of engineers actually working out here in LA uh, to develop the technology around our turntables. We partnered with some different uh, manufacturers here in the States to help with all the parts. And it's, it's essentially one giant puzzle. Uh, right. The turntable is, you know, from, from the arm to the cartridge, to the, the plate, to the base, to the, you know, technology that's inside of it. Right. And, and, and you talk about innovation, Chris, it, most people would would look at doing something like this and and run from it, but what, what one of the things I think that Shinola has demonstrated is that that it's possible to do what we're doing. You just can't take no for an answer. You got to step up and just go for it. And right, run through walls, and you might open a door, and there might be a big, hairy, scary monster behind it, and you shut that door and you run and go open another door, man. Right, exactly. and and just keep wiggling your way through it and you're going to get to a place where you, you can possibly make a change make a difference and uh that's that's something that we are doing on a daily basis it's you know at the, it's you you guys pick these niche, some of them are niche products right like turntable is a very like a very let's i'll call it an acquired taste right there's a, there's a very specific group you know is the goal at any point to 
be a fossil and like have your watches everywhere and you know and uh, did you just scrunch your face at it when I said fossil no no no, no, no. <laughs> uh you know like reach a critical mass or do you want to like is it kind of selective by design well we our focus today is to we have to scale the business um we have to turn the business into a profitable entity uh and to do that their scaling is is a a need right uh, and we're in the process of doing that so it's it's a situation where um do we want stuff all over the place no we want to be intimately involved with distribution um and and then more importantly i think chris is is we will always maintain the integrity and the quality of any and everything we do so turntables you talk about turntables Number one, there's actually a shortage of vinyl production in the United, yeah. in, not just in the United States, but in the world globally. And then another fun fact is that this past holiday season <clears throat> on Amazon.com, there was uh, the the number one selling product in the audio category was a turntable. What? On really? That's awesome. Uh, so there's there's a shift, man. It's kind of you know people we believe that it's Throwback Thursday every day. It's kind of yeah. But we we we're going back to that era of you know, having that tactile experience. You know, people laugh at me about my BlackBerry. Yeah, I, I did laugh at that. Yeah, I, I saw just... you smirking at it. But there's <laughs> nothing better than this BlackBerry. This 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 keypad on this BlackBerry is amazing. And it's, yeah, it's that experience. It's that that touch. You know, and that, that it, it it goes back to you know the turntable. There's there's a touch to it. You know, you're not just touching a screen and and punching. You know, play this song on yeah. your MP3 player. You know, so it's. It, it, it's a different experience. And well, then the sound, man, the sound yeah. of, of vinyl that the turntable throws off is is exceptional. It's amazing. Well, I think you touched on something because I, I think people want emotional experiences, right? Like, yeah, as cool as an iPhone is and sleek and the design is there, I think, I mean, there's even science behind tactile response and how, sure. you know, and how that affects your psychology. Yep. You know, that's why I still, to this day, like reading books because I like the way paper feels and yep. smells. And, and, you know, it's like Kindle, sure, but then it's like, I don't, like, I don't know. Um, I, and I, I'm happy to hear that that's sort of the design thinking that goes into the craftsmanship um uh, what i want to ask is is as far as the expertise in creating those products um every time i mean you're almost like creating another business every time you're launching a product right and and, you know whether it's watchmaking in detroit which was not a skill that existed there before at least you know to this extent um how do you go about like coaching like building teams around each individual product especially if it's a a Completely new area for your company. Sure. Yeah. You know, what we do is we try to find and knock on wood. We've been successful so far in terms of finding the greatest teams to to build these business units, to your point, uh, whether it's the leather category by hiring a lady called Jen Garino, who's deeply rooted in manu- manufacturing here in the United States, leather goods specifically. Her Two of her counterparts, uh, John uh, and, and Richard, uh, John Truex and Richard Lambertson is two of the most well-known, most renowned American leather designers, uh, amazing team around the leather category. And then you, you, let's switch over to audio. I, I talked about bicycles, Sky Yeager, Richard Schwinn. I mean, that's, that's Mickey Mantle and, and Babe Ruth, <laughs> right? right. I, from a bicycle business. And then, you know, audio, the audio category, we've hired, um, this guy, Alex Rosen. Uh, who is 
one of the greatest engineers when it comes to audio equipment. And he's brought in, you know, several of his buddies from the past to work right. on building this audio equipment. So what we're doing is we're finding world-class people to come and be part of the team to build these different business units out and help us with product. Product leads the charge, right? We have got to bring the best possible goods to the consumer today. At Shinola, we, we think, Chris, that the era of disposability is over with, right? So instead of buying something that's $250, we believe the consumer today is willing to spend a few extra dollars, right, to get whatever it may be, whether it's a watch, right? So you buy a Shinola watch today, it comes with a lifetime guarantee. All of those details are on Shinola.com. You can go buy your watch on Shinola.com and, and, and really dig into what is behind this watch? What goes into making up this watch? And then the lifetime guarantee that's behind it. It's right. the greatest guarantee for a watch product in the industry. Well, it's kind of like, I mean, <laughs> y- you hit a sweet spot in culture, like as, as far as a time to blow up. Because I think the, the level of transparency that you can provide via, you know, d- technology, right? You yeah. can tell these stories on multiple platforms through yep. multiple experiences relatively inexpensively. Um, and we didn't have that before. We heard, you know, what went into certain things, but nobody ever took, you know, a, a timepiece apart if you weren't like a watchmaker. Sure. Right. Um, so it's it's kind of, you know, the perfect storm, if you will, for uh, an era where people are turning returning back to emotional experiences. They yeah. can dive deeper into the stories. I mean, man, you, you, I don't go to the grocery store today and buy a dozen eggs without opening the carton and looking for a piece of paper inside that carton that tells me the name of the farmer, the name of the chicken, the farm where the chicken lives, and maybe even a picture of that chicken well, walking stores? around. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, you yeah, go to no. Whole Foods, man. You go to Whole Foods. You, uh, I don't you, have Whole Foods money. This, this is, oh, well, come on. <laughs> Whole Foods is no more expensive than the Kroger down the street. I can assure <laughs> you that. Uh, and there's been studies done on that. Um, but but it, it's, it's that, man. We want that experience. We want to go, our food, you want to know where the lettuce that you're eating is coming from. You know, you we, we want to go back to this this place where it's it's pure and yeah. it's 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 wide open and that's shinola is and i go back to the beginning of this talk right where we we i, I said hey come to detroit come see what we're doing yeah. not just come see what shinola is doing come see what's happening in that city man that city is uneffing believable oh i love it's, it uh, you know it's it's amazing <laughs> is it gonna be home forever for you is this, is this it's it? home it's home i live in the city uh and it's home yeah i I don't see myself celebrated Devil's anywhere. Night yet. Burning, uh, burning thing. Nope, down? nope. Oh, come nope. on, man. Devil's Night something. is we're shutting that down. There's no more burning. There's no more rioting. There's no more nonsense going on in that town. We are coming together, it's awesome. in a cohesive way, and building something that that people are going to want to be part of. Um, what do you care about most? Just as Jacques Panis, like what I care about. I I care about people. That's what I care about most. Uh, um, I care about who they are, where they are, why they are. What do they need? How can we help them? How can we help people get their goals achieved in life uh, professionally and, and personally? What can we do to, to, to create, Chris, generational change, generational impact, right? How do we help people by creating great jobs in Detroit maybe have to leave the city to put their kids into a better school system outside of the city? 
Right. That's unfortunate that people have to leave the city, but our school system in Detroit needs a lot of work, yeah. like many school systems around this country do. Um, but, you know, there, there are cases that we know of where people have been able to, people that were part of the Detroit public school system have now been able to uproot their family and move to Ferndale or move to Royal Oak, you know, put their kids into those school systems. Generational impact is happening right there, man. And that's what's important to me personally. That's great. I mean, one of, one of my... Um Kind of sad story. Like I, I went to Southfield Lathrop High School. Yeah, and um, and like I think it was last year they announced that this high school, which was an exemplary high school, you know, just outside of Detroit, um, is is now a K through twelve school. Yeah. So it's like you know, do the math on how much real estate and space. And as, but you're absolutely right. Like creating more opportunities to do what you guys are doing. Like give people options. Right. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. I mean, we're, look, we're, we're just a small itty-bitty part of it. I mean, I mentioned Dan Gilbert. He has brought his teams to downtown Detroit, thousands of jobs. Right. We're at 350 jobs, right? <laughs> but what we're demonstrating is that it's possible. I, I, I still feel like like you guys are the shiny object, right? It's the one thing that makes people, at least from just like, a, I'm going to keep using this word culture, but like from a cultural perspective, like a cool brand. And you're like, oh, they're from where? And then people get more in, inquisitive about it. There's another project I love there, which is Challenge Detroit, right? And, you know, they'll get a bunch of companies lined up to support and shout out. They've been a guest on the show, so you guys go back and, and look it up. But, <laughs> um, but you know, they like they get these companies to put up, pony up money to put people there for a year. And, sure. And their their retention rate is is ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But you, the fact that you guys are able as a brand to take Detroit out into the world is a very powerful position. Well, look, Detroit's a powerful brand itself, man, and it's a powerful place, deeply rooted in many many important, if not vital, pieces of of this country of the, the creation of the this country the, the the industrialization of this country i mean think about henry ford invented the assembly line there uh barry gordy brought motown to life there i mean you, you take ford and, and and what barry gordy did like those two things alone <laughs> man changed i mean it changed how we grew up right yep um i mean i, I the motown music scene it, what huh it's amazing <laughs> right um it, it, the assets that are there, the Detroit River, the Belle Isle, you know, it's, yeah. it's really incredible. What John Hans is doing, scraping homes and planting trees. You know, it's like all this shit. I, I can sorry, I didn't mean to use that word, but all this stuff that goes on there is, is really Beep. unbelievable. Beep. Yeah, that's sorry, a, sorry. All you, all the young listeners. <laughs> all you kids. Yeah. Uh, I hope you're not up late. This yeah. is not a late night talk <clears> show. <throat> no, I, I mean, going back to this idea of people, you know, um, especially as a leader, as a business leader, as a community leader, however you want to perceive yourself, um, and I, I couple that with, we talked a, l a little bit about this before, you're kind of, I'll, I'll say, uh, meandering, you know, career path. You've had a lot of experiences in life, right? From animation to uh, ticket scalping, right? Yep. Um, how has that informed how you approach, you know, this type of business, especially like, is it fresh eyes perspective, you know, what, or it like, you know, a little bit of street hustle, but you also know how to entertain. Like there's these different pieces of you that go into how you operate as a business leader today. Yeah. I mean, Chris, I, I, it goes back to the people, man. I am, I'm part of a team. I'm one guy on a team uh, of 540 people that are, I would argue the most talented team of people doing what we do uh in the united states if not in the world today 
Um, so whether it's Heath Carr, our chief operating officer, to Shannon Washburn, our, our vice president of product development, to uh, Emily Schumann over in, in New York working on our PR communications team, um, to, you know, the folks, uh, Dre and Dyron and Pierre, you know, all, all uh, Judy. I mean, the, the, the list goes on and on and on, man. Everybody is, it, we're all working towards one common goal, you know, and uh, I've mentioned that a couple of times yeah. here. Um, so it's not about my experiences. It's, it's yeah. about the experience that I'm around today and, and, and what that is affording us to do. That was great. And I, you know, I just, I think about like how, you know, every team is made up of individuals and individual talents. And, you know, if you're able to allow people to live out their, you know, their, their passions, I mean, even down to the willies of the world that, you know, at, in most other companies, he would not be a forward facing individual, right? Like it's just giving people these, it's uh, giving people opportunity. Yeah, Willie is no, I mean, he's no different than me. I mean, yeah. it's like they're, we're all one. We're all one. And uh, you give people opportunity, they're going to seize it, and they're going to run with it, you know? When you guys first uh, expanded, I think the first uh, store outside of Detroit was in New York? Yep, is that? Tribeca. Um, Franklin Street. So 177 Franklin. Well, all right, there you go. Is there more to that verse? <laughs> no, there's not. There's not. But, uh, just capture a little 177 Franklin. Franklin. I got my bank in. Uh, I'm about to eat some bacon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can keep going. You could, I'm sure. I, I want to be the first. I, I want to be the first album Shinola puts out there for the turntablist. All right, got it. Um, <laughs> what was like? Why New York? What was the what was the thinking behind behind that? Well, New York's an incredibly important market. Um, the people there in the neighborhood in which we operate. So we partnered with this guy called Carlos Quiarte, who is a, a great friend of the brand and our we call you know his titles director of culture keeps us cool keeps us relevant tells us what where you know what's behind that door what's not you know what what door we shouldn't open uh and we partnered with him to bring uh the smile so i don't know if you've heard of the smile i'm not in, in new york great little restaurant that carlos owns and so we um we partnered up with carlos he brought a, a, a smile coffee stand into the space so we created a little hub for the neighborhood man and it's a neighborhood where it's rich with families. It's rich with people who eat, work, live, play in that area, in, in the Tribeca area. <clears throat> and it's people who are influential. Yeah. People who understand quality. People who get the story of what Shinola is doing. And so it made a lot of sense to be there. Um, what is the uh, most difficult part about your job? most difficult part about my job. Yes. Well, I, mean, I know I mean, you look, love it, but <laughs> yeah, I, I do love it. And, <laughs> Which is know, obvious. It, I mean, there, I'm curious. There, there like... are obviously challenges to any job. Right. right. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a job that, that demands a lot of attention to detail. Uh, it's a job that, that keeps us on our toes. And it's one that, you know, we, we, again, I go back to, you know, we're, 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 we got to get the business to profitability. Right. So making sure that we're being sharp, that we're looking at all our expenses, that we're uh, paying attention to every little detail, whether it's working on a new watch design or developing uh, people internally, uh, helping people achieve their goals, going back to that. Um, you know, it's, it's, there are a number of challenges, but I can tell you, I, I, I am so daggone lucky to be part of the greatest team in the world. Uh, there's something to be said about uh, Detroit resilience, and it, uh, I would imagine it's worn off on you in some in some instances. 
because, you know, uh, like any success, you know, successful brand, there's always going to be uh, a set of haters that come out. And, you know, so when people say, oh, the prices are too high or the sure. parts are cut, like there's all these little like blips of just Internet, you know, <laughs> people that comments. Right. Exactly. Um, how do you either psychologically and or business wise process those? Me personally, yeah, sure. Like you know, if uh, I mean, Chris, you know it better than me, probably. I oh, everybody I hates this show, yeah, so I, 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 I don't. I cry every night. Process it, you know. I we we move through it. It's going to be okay. People are, uh, people might not like what we're doing, or might have a negative opinion about what we're doing. What we say is, come see what we're doing, right? And experience what we're doing, and tell us if and how and why we might be offending you or doing something that you don't like we're 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 ears we're yeah. eyes we want to know we, we we take that in and we digest it and if we can do better we can improve somewhere we will that's great because you know i think a lot about like i'll, I'll call them more staid brands are sometimes like uh they listen to them, right? Whether it's a bank or, you know, there's certain categories of business that, or restaurant, like certain categories that pay more attention to those types of, you know, opinions, if you will, and really become reactionary to them. Sure. Um, how do you filter out which ones you actually pay attention to versus, you know, just we'll, we'll get through this and we'll, we'll do our thing. Yeah. I mean, we, we pay attention to everything, obviously, you know, there's, there's these things that we carry around in our pockets that are, are funnels of information and, we're constantly downloading whether it's good, bad, ugly, whatever, right? right. And, and reading it and seeing it and responding, reacting, however we think appropriate to the particular piece. Um, how does uh, a brand that kind of starts off as a cult following go to the wrist of President Obama? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you talk about the twenty five hundred watches and they sell out in a, you know in a very short period of time, that, that's still a very start. That's a very you know small starting point compared to where sure. you are now. Um, you know what? What's that? Is that marketing? Is that PR? Or is that just quality? Like, what's the what's the what, if you could identify a formula? How did you go from you know? I think it's the story, man. Right. I think it's the story. It's what we're doing, and it's why we're doing it. You know, we're building a company from the inside out. And whether it's President Obama or President Clinton or uh, you, right? Number one, we got to get Thank you, you a watch. Let's do it. Uh, uh, so sorry, I wore yeah, this thing. I wore yeah. I wore it deliberately just so you could yeah, say that exactly yeah. that. So we got to get you. One. <laughs> um, uh, but you know, it's it, it's a story. It's it's resonating with people. And then you pick this watch up or one of our watches up. You're going to see the quality. You're going to understand the value. What you're getting for the you know the price that you're getting it at. It's it's amazing. As you've uh, traveled the world um, and been able to see a lot of different things, I'm sure a lot of people are like, hey, let's do a partnership with Chanel, and they'll come to you and say, like, let's, you know, let's make windows. And you're like, I don't, yeah. we don't want to make windows. You're right. <laughs> we might want to make windows. You might, but yeah. you want to make a Shinola window. You yeah. don't want to make Joe's sh shitty windows. You're right. Um, how do you filter out those opportunities to, you know, kind of match them with your own roadmap? Um, cause you know, I, I think you're a brand that everybody will knock on the door of at some point or another and, and want to do something. Yeah. I mean, we, we are, we talk to people, we listen to people, we look at opportunities, you know, can we do it here in the States? How can we do it? Um, do our values align? You know, there's, there are a number of different, uh, factors that we look into in terms of creating, uh, products, you know, like Warstick makes all of our baseball bats. Right. Um, 
Nakoma makes all of our, our gloves. Um, you know, we've worked with Golden Bear to make jackets for us. You know, so it's, it's about coming together with people who are like-minded, who understand quality, who want to bring quality to the market. It's, it's about, you know, Benchmade up in Portland. I mean, how effing cool is Benchmade? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they make incredible knives. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to collaborate with Benchmade. Um, and a lot of times, man, it's, it's us knocking as well. We're, we're, we don't, we, have, <laughs> we're not the end all be all. Right, man. right. I of mean, course. It's like, we're, we're still out there running around hustling, trying to find good partners as well. And we, we, we welcome those kinds of, of, uh, collaborations and inquiries and people coming to us and we, we want to work with people. We how do you, want to how do you keep aware things. of what's out there? Cause there's a lot, right? There's a lot of, sure. you know, this kind of return to craftsmanship. There's Etsy creator who may have created something yep. amazing or some Kickstarter campaign or just something glaring in your face. Like how, where do you, where do you source? There's a team in, in New York led by a lady called Whitney Delgado, who, who you know, was, everybody's name, like first and last, <laughs> you're like the best president ever. We, uh, we, we have to know people. <laughs> um, but you know, Whitney's team, they source and, and they, they create, uh, you know, the products here in the United States for our, our supply category, which is on Shinola.com. So, again, everything from baseball bats to balls to gloves to jewelry to knives to books to sweatshirts to you name it. Is there any super fan out there who's, who's collected one, one or more of everything? There's one guy that I know of that probably has one of everything. Uh, and I could tell you his name, but I won't. Uh, but he knows who I'm talking about. If he's listening, you know to this who you podcast, are. You know it. Uh, uh, but now, man, there's there's yeah, there's there's fans out there that love all. I, I'm one of those people. Well, you know whether you, it's, you, get, you get paid. To be I don't know. If you, you know, we we just did a, a skateboard collaboration with Nautis, and um, he designed these unbelievable boards for us. And you know. I, 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 I'm not a skater, but do I want one of those skateboards? Heck yeah. yeah. I got one sitting in my house. It's part of my collection of stuff <laughs> uh, and my junk corner. And my um, And it's all just amazing stuff. And, you know. I, well, I, I, I like I love, you know, jobs I've had. I've loved roles where I get to like look at a little bit of everything yeah. all the time, um, you know, and I, that's kind of where the show was born. Right. And the innovation crush like, well, what's you know, uh, what's out there that I have a crush on or who's out there crushing it? So I'm going to ask you, um, what is your current innovation crush? Just th- something you see out in the world. You're like, oh, man, that is cool. Well, and I, don't say anybody's I'm, first and last name either. No, but, I won't. But I, I, I think what the airline industry is doing today and you know like boeing with that 787 i'm 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 kind of i love aviation i'm kind of an aviation nerd and have you flown uh i'm not a pilot Ah. but i love flying and i love the technology and i haven't had time to get a pilot's license um but then i love what elon's doing tesla right you know i won't say his last name um (laughs) you asked me not unnecessary uh but you know it, it there's there there are a lot of innovators i mean what what the the big three in Detroit are doing? Eh, that's amazing. The innovation they're bringing to the market uh, through through you know hybrid cars to autonomous vehicles, you know, et cetera. Um, I, I love Airbnb and I love Uber as well, and I love them because one is the largest hotel chain in the world, I think today. Yep. Uh, the other is the largest taxi chain or company in the world today uh but neither of them own a taxi or a hotel right uh you want to talk about innovation yeah and, and change it's that's amazing 
That's incredible. I think change on that scale too comes with like a lot of pain points, right? I mean, think about the $150 million or whatever it was that Uber had to pay out. Um, the, you know, Fighting for what they believe, no, exactly, and and that's it's great. It's like it's like the epic, you know, Roe versus Wade of of our time, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they they are really breaking rules that never existed, which is weird. You know, it's a weird position to be in. Um, so it's it's great that those are sort of your cues, as because I mean, I feel like Shinola's breaking a lot of rules too. Nobody goes like, let's make a bunch of different kind of products. (laughs) (laughs) It's like everybody's like, no, 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 let's focus on this one. Then maybe in two years we'll you know do this path. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. Um, so with with all that stuff in mind, um, soak soak the conversation in uh, and complete this phrase for me. Innovation to me is creating jobs in America. Right. Um, yeah. That's great. Giving opportunity. No, I think that I think that's absolutely right. Yeah. I think any sort of and so often we think about innovation and we think about technology and we think about innovation, we think about people. And I think about people. Well, I, I was at an event recently and somebody said something that really bu- bugged me. Um, cause we were all in around, sitting around circle and there were a couple of like, you know, startup founders and some lifelong, you know, entrepreneurs and, and things like that. And so we all went around the room and introduced ourselves and this girl, she must've been, I'm, I would say 25. Uh, and she was like, Oh, I'm, we're, you know, we're building a company that's going to destroy the postal service. And it was like, yeah, like, you know, like, <laughs> But kind of setting out to deliberately destroy, you know, unlike Reed Hastings, who was just frustrated with sure. his blockbuster late fees, yep. and it's like, all right, there's got to be a better way to doing this. Yep. Somebody goes like, we're gonna. It, it felt like a random target. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> I we're not setting out to. Not that I'm not saying that that's what no, you. No, no, I know, I know. But it's like you might want to be disruptive, but. There's no need to destroy anybody. Yeah, and especially I, the United States Postal Service, man. <laughs> exactly. Cool like, like, why do you want to take those people's jobs out, out of everybody? Yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah, I love getting the mail. Like, if, if she had said strip clubs, like yeah. we're gonna, re, you know, <laughs> we're gonna re- revolutionize the stripping industry. Yeah. You're like, okay, I live. Yeah, right. Where do I, I send my check? Sure. Shinola <laughs> yeah. stripping. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, so, um, as we close, you have yep. any 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 final words? Any thing that's on your mind that's you know you want to cry about or you know Nothing, applaud? Man. I, I want to applaud you for doing what you do, and it, it's fascinating. I mean, we're sitting in this incredible space right now together, uh, but everyone else is out there in the world. We're sitting in history and making history at the same time. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, creating incredible content is what you're doing, and sharing stories with people, and I think. We need that. Uh, very raw, very raw stories, very real stories. And and I congratulate you on what you're doing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I man. appreciate that. Yeah. No one ever gives me compliments. Well, look, you got one today. <laughs> yeah, and I get a watch. Yeah. I'm going to hold you to that. I just had no to say sweat. it out loud on the show so that, you know, when people see me in the street, they'll be like, Where, where's, your, where's watch? your watch? And yeah. then I get robbed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find you, you know, find more about the, are you on social media personally? And are you kind of in the back end of the Shinola website? Where do, where do we go? To, to- Shinola.com, man. That's that's the place to be. All right. Uh, get all the story right there. All right, and thank you for joining us. Um, we appreciate you coming down. Yeah. Uh, everyone, this has been another installment of Innovation Crush, and we will talk to you next time. Boom, boom, boom.